I know mine and mine know me. And I will lead them in and out and they will shine pasture. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today is a great feast for us because of Athanasius, who wrote us the, on the Incarnation, plus some other things, and defended the Incarnation of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The very foundation stone, as the Gospels say, the keystone of our faith is Jesus Christ. Because he is truly God and truly man, and he has recapitulated himself creation so that all of us who are baptized and chrismated become new, new people in the Lord, destined for the heavenly kingdom. Preachers the gospel on earth, lovers of the Holy Trinity. I've been reading a great deal about mysticism and the hermits and things like that. And it, I find out something very common amongst all of us monastics, regardless of the degree of that monasticism, is the prayer of the heart. And we do not have a monopoly on that. But the way we reach that prayer of the heart seems to me is difficult in some churches and a road is given to us in our Byzantine Catholic Church among the Slavs especially. Sometimes I think the Slavs have a predisposition to spirituality. They're either really great sinners or really great saints. There don't seem to be anything in between. I guess that's true of most of us, huh? But we should strive for the sanctity now today we look at uh, Bulgaria and we see a crown uh, that was given by Constantinople with regalia, an archbishop. And of course in the Eastern mind, mainly among the Slavs, uh, you must have not only a king, but you must have an archbishop. That's the Byzantine way of thinking. And even to this day, we see that among Ukrainians, they want a patriarch. Because no country is a country without a patriarch and an archbishop. Pretty, pretty good thinking, but foreign to most of the West. They got the king thing okay, but they never really appreciated their archbishop. Kings have always tried to dominate Archbishop, and that was true in Byzantium too, instead of cooperate with the two hands to help the people of God grow. I don't like to say secular. His secularism is the destruction of the unity of the people with God and with their ruler. It is destroying the world. And today, uh, you know your history and you study all the time here, so it's hard for me to preach. But you know that the Bulgarians first applied to Rome to get their regalia. Uh, the Pope did not give them regalia. So they went to Constantinople and they received regalia. They wised up a little bit when Stephen came in Hungary 
And he went to Rome for regalia, and he got a Byzantine crown and a Byzantine cape and regalia from Rome, and he called themselves the Apostolic Kingdom. So Rome learned that when they lost Bulgaria that maybe uh, we should wise up a little bit. I think there's a lot of wising up to be done in all of us to understand the nature of the Incarnation in our public life. So first of all, this is God's world. It's not a two-layered universe. There's not heaven and earth. Heaven is on earth because Jesus came in the Incarnation and took everything, even creation itself, into a possibility of perfection. And when he comes again, he will complete that perfection. But in you dwells one complete person. Like in Jesus Christ, there's just one personality. It's not split between the divine and the human. He is one. And in his recreation of the world, his recapitulation of creation, he's established in you a sign, a sacramental sign of who you are and who he is. Because you are Christ, you live in Christ, the energies that flow through the Holy Trinity come into your heart and make you a dwelling place of incarnate love. Somehow, this message is lost even in Christianity especially if they don't really uh, read Athanasius. Some you know, years ago, I was invited by the Chief of Chaplains of the United States Air Force to uh, give a talk at the chaplain school to an ecumenical group. And my talk was based on the common heritage of all Christians from the early church, especially the fathers and the only opposition I received was from a Catholic priest. He says, who needs all that old history? It belongs in a museum. But in the Eastern Church, my brothers, it lives. And maybe that is our sole gift that we can bring to the West, is in us lives the apostolic faith. Vatican II acknowledged that when they said, that in the Eastern churches there is conspicuous apostolic tradition. We hope, especially through our Holy Father's attempts, the apostolic tradition will be more viable, more present to the whole world, and not just canonicity, which is more or less man-made, based on divine law, but man-made. Now in our hearts, as we deal with each other, it's very important that we have order in the monastery, that you observe the rule, that shows your love for each other. And our rule teaches us to live the apostolic life from the early church. Same time, be patient with those on the outside that do not understand us, to do not know what we're trying to do. They are blinded by the secularization and commercialism and ambition of the world.
My dear brother monks, your only ambition is to establish in yourself the incarnation through the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the very incarnate body of Christ who is glorified in heaven and exists among us in the Holy Eucharist. Love comes sweetly, they tell us, but it's painful. If you really love, you die for yourself. Then you live only for the beloved. And in our pondering during the days we work and think, many of us think about ourselves. That is a delusion. Think about Jesus Christ. Think about what Athanasius taught us. Think about the many mishaps we've caused in the world by giving a political message. We lost Bulgaria. Let us recapitulate not only the incarnation of Jesus Christ in our lives, but the incarnation of the monastic life itself so people can see people who live for God alone, who suffer for the love of Christ and wish to establish God not only in their hearts, but to establish this whole incarnation throughout the world. It is your vocation. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.